Hi, this is Jamin Fraser, and you're listening to The Insecurity Project, solving the insecurity problem at a global level. This podcast is a mixture of interviews, coaching sessions, and personal development content. You'll hear me chat with experts, authors, speakers, and individuals who've gone on to do great things in their life as a result of working through their insecurity. You'll hear brave souls being willing to have a live coaching demonstration recorded where they work through their insecurity. And you'll hear 10 Minute Tuesday, which is a chance for me to deliver high-quality personal development content to help you on your journey. I hope you find it useful. Now on to today's show. Hey, it's Jamin. It's 10 Minute Tuesday time. Let's talk about self-doubt this week. Massive issue for a lot of people, holding them back, but I don't know that it needs to. Uh, Here are five surprising and hopefully refreshing ideas to help you deal with self-doubt so that it doesn't hold you back from the cool things you're trying to do in life. So number one, self-doubt is actually natural and healthy. So there's nothing wrong with you. Just because you doubt yourself doesn't mean there is a problem. It's actually a part of life, a key part of life, a good part of life, a healthy part of life. So that's interesting straight up. Uh, let me explain what I mean by that. Uh, if, you, if you really want to avoid all self, self-doubt in your life and have none, um, the only way to actually do that is to go and sit on the lounge, turn on the TV, and just do nothing with your life for the rest of your life. Uh, I reckon those people would have no self-doubt. What's there to doubt? They're not stretching themselves. They're not doing anything that is uncertain in any way, shape, or form. So there's nothing to doubt. They've got full capacity to sit and watch. There's no problems there. Uh, But if you're going to do something interesting with your life, if you're going to have a crack, well, you will at times hit the boundary of what is safe, what is known, what is comfortable, what is familiar, and self-doubt just lets you know that you're there. Like, Okay, we're at the limit again. Okay, this is new. Okay, this is unfamiliar. Okay, I'm a bit uncertain here. You know, you wouldn't get those experiences if you're not trying things. So self-doubt proves you are having a crack. So if you've got some self-doubt, well done. You're doing some great stuff. You're taking some risks. You're pushing the boundaries. You're growing as a human being. That's a natural thing. That's a healthy thing. That's a wonderful thing. So already, self-doubt, it's going to be part of the program. Don't think there's anything wrong. It's not a bad thing. Now, of course, you know, it becomes a bad thing if it stops you, but let's, let's keep going down this path to see what else we can learn about self-doubt. Uh, so the second thing is I encourage you to have a conversation with your self-doubt. Rather than trying to suppress it or squash it or subdue it, uh, if your strategy is just to fight against it, it's bad self-doubt, bad self-doubt, just shut up, just be quiet, just go away. I mean, that's, that's never a solution for any kind of change work. You know, imagine if you treated someone else like that. Someone's trying to get your attention and say something and you just tell them to go away all the time. Or you ignore them, you're trying to fight them. I mean, it's not going to be great for your relationship with that person. And if they've got something important to say, they'll just find another way of, say it, of saying it and probably a more destructive way of getting that message across if it's not being heard. So sit down with yourself, no judgment, listen to the intention. Don't ignore or suppress. What if, as my... Uh, dear friend and long-time mentor has said to me, uh, um, is this the best of you behaving badly? Key line from the great Greg Bellingham. Is this the best of you behaving badly? What if your self-doubt is the best of you behaving badly? What if it's just the, the part of you trying to love you, trying to protect you, trying to honor you, trying to do what's right for you? What if it's that part just 
responding in a way. It's not all that resourceful and it's not going to get you more of what you want. But what if the intention is love? And if you were to, were to judge or to hate that part, well, imagine how cruel that is. So separating the intention from the behavior is very, very important to understanding why you're doing what you're doing. So sit down and have a conversation with your self-doubt and see what you can learn. So self-doubt doesn't have to stop you. Just listen. Just understand. Just work it through. So an example of a conversation might go like this. Self-doubt. Look, Jamin, I really think you're being unrealistic about this crazy idea you've got going on right now. Me? Hmm. Yeah, actually, uh, you're probably right. Tell you what, I'll, uh, I'll settle down a bit and spend more time getting this right before I press go. Yeah, thanks for that. I appreciate the heads up. That could be how a conversation with self-doubt could go. Very useful conversation to have. Or perhaps it could go like this. Self-doubt, look, I think you're being unrealistic about this crazy idea. Me? Uh, no. No, I reckon it's going to be okay. I've thought this through. Hear what you're saying. Um, but I'm comfortable to take a risk on this one. There's no failure, only feedback. So I appreciate it. I've listened. I've understood. But I'm not going to make a decision based on fear of what could go wrong. Because I reckon even if things don't work out how I'd hoped, I'll still learn a bunch of stuff and it'll still be cool. So thanks, I'm going to move forward. Number three, don't take yourself so, so seriously. Uh, You know, as much as you'd like to think so, the future of the planet is not actually dependent upon you. Uh, The sun will rise without you. If you weren't here, it would still keep rolling on. Um, So you're actually not that special Um, or that important. And your life's probably not all that meaningful. (laughs) <laughs> not to make you feel terrible about yourself but just just settle down a bit and you know it's not all about you dial the pressure down you know most of the stuff you're worried about and are afraid of will never actually happen give yourself more room for playfulness curiosity and adventure if you're always under such massive pressure to get everything right all the time doubt will cripple you it really will you'll end up just giving up and doing nothing have some fun Adventure, curiosity, playfulness, a beautiful antidote to self-doubt. Number four, work from the known to the unknown. Uh, Often when you're experiencing self-doubt, it feels like you know nothing about anything. It's just everything is uncertain, everything is up in the air, everything is out of control. But that's never true. So I've found it really useful in my own life to come back to what I know to be true first and walk forward into, into uncertainty from there. So I come back to key principles, key decisions, key grounding truths that I know are true for me and, and then go from, and go forward from there. So when I remind myself about what I do know, it helps me be more relaxed about what I don't know. So I think that's a really beautiful way of working with some doubt. Work from the known to the unknown. Rather than feeling like it's all out of control, just go, okay, hang on a minute. What do I know again? Who am I again? What am I trying to do here again? What do I know to be true? Okay, great. Get grounded in that and then step forward into uncertainty from there, into the unknown from there. And finally, number five, embrace uncertainty and back yourself. We crave uncertainty in a very uncertain world. We're often looking for certainty outside of us, which is so, uh, well, it's an unresourceful way to meet that need because nothing is certain. Everything is out of our control. So if you're placing a need for certainty on things outside of your control, well, sure, it's going to be good when things go how you hope them to, but what if they don't work out? Then you're in a world of pain. The most resourceful form of certainty is always internal, not external. 
is to control your own response to life. It's to back yourself. It's to believe in your ability to deal with whatever is coming up against you. It's to face up to life. It's to know that you're a creative person, a resourceful person, an intelligent person, and that whatever happens tomorrow, you'll work it out, just like you worked it out yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. Self-doubt has far less room when you operate from a place of internal certainty, when you own that, when you're confident around that. So the way that you talk to yourself, affirmations, visualizations, rituals around speaking confidently to yourself about... um, giving yourself the the ability to um, be certain and confident and clear about who you are and where you're going. Operating from that place of internal certainty gives gives self-doubt far less room. That's 10 Minute Tuesday. I hope that's been useful. I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. If you're interested in finding out more about dealing with your own insecurity, check out the 30-day online Overcoming Insecurity Bootcamp. It combines high-quality frameworks with one-on-one coaching to help you eradicate the fear of not being good enough and give yourself permission to really flourish in life. For more information, check out jamonfraser.com.